We would like to take this opportunity to recognize the validity of the protests going on throughout the United States and the world, advocating for greater equality and justice for all people at risk. We want to affirm that love is love, that black lives matter, and trans rights are human rights. If I might, I will leave you with a poem. Something is terribly wrong if the pain, sorrow, and outrage of a people makes you more uncomfortable than murder itself. By Rupi Kerr. And now, on with the show. Warning. Fortune and Strife features subjects which can be uncomfortable for a general audience, such as the use of drugs and alcohol, poor treatment of people of different classes or cultures, adult situations, psychological trauma, and violence. Listener discretion advised. Welcome to Fortune and Strife. I'm Robert, or Bayushi Shinichi, and I'll be your host and narrator. I am Jeannie, and I am playing Dochi Gen. I am Tyler, and I am playing Okoto Ricci. I'm Tiff, and I'm playing Kuni Yui. I am Paul, and I'm playing Shoshiro Bisho. So yeah, effectively, last time uh, you guys had come to confront Noboru about uh, taking Genro, the gold wolf, uh, the great gold wolf from the temple to Inari, or the shrine to Inari. And you find yourselves here in their kind of makeshift museum where they have armor and weapons and funeral urns and uh, art of a variety of fashions of scrolls and screens and whatnot uh, laid out all around them. And it would all come kind of demanding to see their receipts, I believe, correct? Effectively, uh, did he have a right to uh, both uh, the... Uh, the statue of the great gold wolf of the, uh, and the uh, the uh, the spear that he claimed to uh, to possess legally. Yes, indeed. Sure. Yeah. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, pick up with that uh, that scene. Who wants to go ahead and uh, kick us off here? Well, well, since we're inside the museum. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bisha's going to let Gin do most of the talking, but Bisha's interested since he's collecting such rare old things. Um, See what he picks up on his sixth sense, because some old things, especially if they're not properly taken care of, uh, tend to get spooky. Uh, okay. Okay. That's, uh, that's pretty good. I like that. Uh, so six cents lets you pick up on spirits and whatnot, uh, that would be here. And yes, you are picking up on the awakened, uh, objects in the room. Um, so, uh, one of the screens in the back, the green one that is, uh, to your right, uh, is, uh, an awakened object. The, uh, of course, uh, Yari off to the far left in the back there is definitely uh, sending you a lot of signals uh, that it is awakened. Yes. And um, uh, what do you call it? And one of the suits of armor, the red suit of armor here to just in the front left of Nobru seems to have some sort of, uh, of uh, awakened spirit to it as well. And uh, actually the statue just behind him emanates in... Uh, an aura of uh, of spirituality as well. Uh, nothing, nothing evil, nothing uh, untoward. So you're only really getting uh, a mix of neutral uh, feelings for most of the objects in the room, except for 
the statue uh, behind uh, Noburu uh, is emanating benevolence and peace. And that kind of a protective aura. All right. The the armors in front of him, uh, do they have any sort of iconography on them at all? Like any kind of clan mons or such? Uh, so, yes, uh, coming back to it, uh, the red armor clearly has scorpion iconography all over it from, uh, you know, the uh, claws uh, that kind of uh, end on the end of the Kote arm guards uh, to the uh, uh, kind of a uh, molded tail uh, stinger for uh, on top of the Kabuto uh, of the helm of the uh, armor. It uh, is definitely got a uh, scorpion kind of streaming all over it. Like I said, the uh, the other armor, you'd have to get a little closer, possibly, and uh, really to inspect it uh, to check it out more closely. Would, would Bisho be able to identify the scorpion armor since, you know, Bisho spent some time there? Uh, <laughs> Bisho has spent some time in scorpion lands, but uh, just because they masquerade as one, I don't think that necessarily keys them into that. But uh, I'd allow a... Uh, uh, a role if you got a chance to go up and inspect the armor to kind of check it out and see if you might know what its uh, what its name might be. Okay. Uh, and what would you like me to roll? Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if you guys were going to confront uh, the gentleman here uh, initially, uh, or whether you were going to check out his uh, museum. I, I'm waiting my turn to that. So I'm the distraction. I think. I'm. Yeah. I, I was going to do this stuff beforehand, so Gin could just have uninterrupted. Gincot time. Woo. Got it. All right. Uh, well, then let's go ahead and uh, have you make me a um, probably a culture check, I think works for this. It would be a uh, T and three earth culture check. Okay. Okay. All right. So, how did your role turn out there, uh, Bisho? Well, I forgot which character I was using, and then I realized I'm only rolling two black die. Uh, fortunately, both of them came up with something. I got two opportunities in a strife, and I'm going to use both those opportunities to invoke every GM's favorite little opportunity to spend on Earth, suddenly recall an important piece of information not directly related to the task. Fair enough. I guess not... Uh... Not your strong suit memorizing names of suits of armor here. So, yes, well, that's you cannot remember that to save your life. But you wind up uh, getting distracted because of some of the scents and odors that you have around uh, you as uh, you're in the socket works here. And uh, you are not 100 percent sure on the proper uh, usage and uh, uh, method of uh, making sake. uh, but you're pretty sure these people are also using substandard ingredients and trying to up the alcohol content without actually doing any work uh, on uh, the best ingredients, the cleanest ingredients and whatnot like that. Uh, and yeah, there's something in the back of your head about how some of their practices are probably not very safe. Ooh, that's not All good. Right. So, Richie, you were interested in checking out the other uh, suit of armor. Uh, same thing. Um, well, if you're going to do, uh, let's see, for this one, heraldry, it would be probably a uh, water uh, culture uh, to kind of survey the armor and check it out, or possibly an earth culture to recall if you've seen uh, the iconography before. I'll do an earth culture to see if I know what the if iconography you remember. is. Yeah, go for yeah. it. Uh, let's see. Uh, for you, this one will be a uh, 
a TN of two. Cool, cool. All right, Richie, how did your roll go? So I got two opportunities and one success. So in this regard, I will fail. But with that, I'll use the opportunity to act a little bit more carefully around it. Just not so I'm not disrespecting anything or or kind of like intruding on any sort of, of protocol here. But at the same time, I also want to use the other opportunity to just kind of remember where I might be able to research this later. Because this is actually a little intriguing that I don't know what this armor is. Okay, yeah. So. Uh, probably the uh, easiest place to go and find out about this would be uh, pretty much any castle would probably have a whole list of heraldries and iconographies used by the clans and mons uh, of various samurai and uh, and factions. So you get to any place that would definitely be uh, receiving visitors from around the empire. So like I said, castles or um uh, major uh, kind of diplomatic meeting places would probably have uh, uh, information on that. And of course, yeah, meet up with uh, Amia or uh, get to any of the uh, archives like that would probably help also. Good to know. All right. And then uh, Yui, what are you doing while uh, uh, the two of them are kind of examining the armors? So Yui is just waiting for something to to go wrong or someone to make a kind of a movement or something to sort of like imply that maybe it's time for a show of force but otherwise she's just kind of keeping an eye out and ready got it um i will let you know that uh there is yeah uh kind of seems to be a bit of a uh yojimbo or a bodyguard to uh our our uh, uh sake house uh, owner here uh kind of lavishing in his own museum here and uh it is uh, someone who has uh uh short uh white cropped hair and is uh carrying a uh boken in place of a sword on their hip uh oh, yeah so uh but it seems to be you know uh, the person with the the most uh, armed person that you've seen uh, on the premises so far is only uh, armed with a boken here, but uh, seems to be kind of the, another person who's kind of doing the same thing as you is kind of examining everyone and uh, sizing uh, the whole situation up and uh, seeing who might be a threat and to what. So then that brings us to Gen and your confrontation here with Noburu. So I'll go ahead and let you start off. All right. Has he brought to me the documents yet? Or are we still at that stage where he, we're asking about those? I think we're still uh, kind of talking and asking okay. about the, the documents and whatnot here at this point. All right. I have received word that you have entered into some improperly sanctioned agreements without magistrate approval uh, with some of the local shrines. And I am very concerned with these and other irregularities with your uh, transactions. Therefore, I would like to review the documents on behalf of the shrine to ensure that everything is in order. So oh, please prepare them for me. Of course, I can. I can handle that. Uh, you want to know about uh, the different uh, shrines that I've done. I've done business with. I can go ahead and have those records uh, arranged. And he kind of uh, 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 nods over to his. Uh, uh, kind of Yojimbo or right-hand man there, and they head off uh, to a side room, and you can hear them kind of shuffling around, and shortly uh, thereafter, they come back, and 
you know, while the, they're gone, Nobru is just like, oh, and, and don't worry. Everything here is, uh been been paid for uh, legally is and have been procured in the most... Uh, uh, in, a, in a fashion, I like to keep records and receipts of every transaction that I've done. And there is just a huge ledger that they bring out uh, for uh, for pretty much all of their uh, all of these things. And it is marked Noboru's treasures on the on the cover of the uh, ledger here. All right. Um, if you don't mind, uh, you know, treating my friends with deference as I as I go through. Uh, through these briefly no no you're all welcome as friends here enjoy my enjoy my museum take a look around i can also answer any questions you might have about it of course oh i'm quite proud of my collection (laughs) so gen sets to work um with them and i have fukurokujin's blessing which i think will help me get through vast amounts of research quickly oh yes Mm -hmm. and I am looking for irregularities. Uh, I, the way Rokugani government works, among other things, everything should supposed to be stamped by a magistrate. You know, is it not got a magistrate? Of course, in some generations that might not be true, but I'm looking for things where I could say it was true um, because it was at some point in the past. So I'm looking for government. Uh, yeah, I think for this. No, I think that uh, that makes a lot of sense. Um, it is a lot of information to go through, and you're looking. Sounds like you're kind of doing an uh, an analysis of the uh, of the situation. So I think that that is going to be a uh, air, um, yeah, an an air government check here, and uh, we will make it a TN of two. All right, let's hope. Just a second. Well, the role didn't go very well, despite uh, the blessings of Fukurokujin trying to guide me towards good stuff. It didn't guide me towards any uh, questionable things in his ledger. However, um, I rolled uh, one skill, three ring, and ended up getting three opportunities that I'm keeping. So I'd like to spend two of those opportunities to establish a disadvantage on Noboru. That disadvantage being dark secret. I want to find some dark secret from reading his ledger. And then I'll spend the remaining uh, air opportunity on finding out his demeanor and current strife. Okay, so everything uh, that you went through on the ledger indicates that uh, they have uh, bought and paid for everything uh, legally, it has uh, the Honko stamps of magistrates of uh, various clans and organizations uh, marked on it. Uh, all of the duties seem to have been paid. Um, but uh, going uh, through uh, the ledger, uh, it is it is clear from both uh, the the uh, what do you call it. Um, uh, about his treasures, but it, it also has to include, you know, where he's uh, pulling the money from and things like that. And um, you go through and you are able to start piecing together more and more information that um, he is, uh, well, clearly uh, you had your suspicions that this person was uh, kind of a bit of a, 
a thug or gangster. Um, it's, it seems to be even larger than that. This, this person has uh, connections throughout the empire and seems to be able to, um, I'm not, whether it's buying people off uh, or uh, uh, straight up bribing them um, legitimately or illegitimately, this person is clearly uh, into organized crime and it is not just a local kind of uh, uh, criminal organization that this, uh, this Noburu is a well-connected uh, individual in the Rokugani underworld. There are names that you have picked up on uh, from uh, other criminal organizations uh, throughout the Empire, and you started to piece things together uh, pretty quickly. And while everything in this book is legal, a lot of its contacts are extra legal at best. So we're going to go with Dark Secret, uh, Organized Crime Boss. Okay, so he might be somebody who might be wanted for questioning. Oh, yeah, most definitely. All right. Uh, Uh, In many lands, yeah. In in many lands. I can start with Crane because, you know, I'm Crane. Um, And I remember some of these names, so I I don't have it to rattle off right now. But once I have done that, is there anything anybody else wants to do while I'm reading that? Because that will take me a little while. Yeah, it'll take a take a little bit of time. So if anyone else wants to get up to something, um, Noburu offers you uh, Yamaguchi Sake to uh, while you're waiting for uh, to hang out. Uh, they'll talk to you about their various uh, treasures and things around uh, uh, his little makeshift museum here. Um, so yeah, if anyone would like to get up to anything else, uh, while Gin spends uh, a bit of time going through the ledger. Oh yeah, definitely get to know this guy and his beautiful wares and show off some of the old antiques I have on me. Oh, you know, okay. It can feel like I'm a kindred, kindred spirit. I like that. Um, that sounds like it could be a, uh, air courtesy. Okay. Yeah, okay. to kind of uh, uh, a trick and to fool and to convince him that you are you're you're a like-minded uh, spirit in this regard. I think I could do something like that. Yeah, uh, the TN will be blind if you'd like a void point for it, or I can give it to you uh, openly. I will do it blind, All and right. I'll also use a void point. There you go. And does my dangerous allure come to play? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Uh, This is a man who uh, enjoys uh, beauty and uh, fine things in life. And uh, you kind of presenting yourself as someone similar to that and also being a uh, rather beautiful specimen yourself. Yeah, no, this could definitely be all sorts of uh, distracting to them. Wonderful. So, uh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and do that blind. Uh, It'll be an air courtesy check. All right. So, uh, quick correction. I forgot to uh, give Gen one of their opportunities. So, uh, Gen, uh, from your uh, reading of the ledger and dealing with Nobru initially, uh, you have uh, determined that this is an ambitious person. So, their demeanor is ambitious and they are very relaxed and then carefree at the moment. Uh, They have zero strife. All right. So, uh, Bisho, how did that role go? I think it went pretty good. Uh, out of the two white and the four black, I got to keep uh, four, and I got three successes, two stars, and an opportunity. And with that opportunity, I'm going to activate Wolf's proposal. So he thinks my 
I believe it's honor is 10 lower than it actually is. So instead of having an honor of a high lofty 39, uh, he thinks I'm at 29. Got it. All right. So he thinks that you are a pretty disreputable uh, individual uh, hanging out with a uh, an honor of uh, an honor rank of two. Um, and unfortunately, um, he uh, well, he believes that uh, you are having a hell of a time getting a read on uh, this uh, this person uh, from their very carefree attitude. It doesn't really it's difficult for you to. Uh, grab a read on them or to uh, very, uh, very carefully uh, in, insert your own thoughts or ideas or desires into them. It's, it's uh, uh, while you are definitely able to present yourself as a, uh, a kind of a bit of a dishonorable, disreputable fellow, uh, the rest of it uh, just kind of seems to slide off his back. Like it was, uh, it was nothing, uh, nothing. It seems to be taking hold on him. Yeah. Um, but that's that's why I'm trying to show him that uh, I also collect fine goods. Sounds good. All right. So go ahead and add uh, two strife and uh, from that roll. And that uh, brings us uh, to uh, let's go with Richie. Oh, Richie's going to wander around the museum and scowl at everything and everybody that looks at him. This Fair is enough. Not, I mean, normally museums are pretty good as they have great sources of history and, and stories along with them. But this is a little bit more ill-begotten means. So even though it, it may still be legal at this point, we just don't know. Richie is not happy with it whatsoever. So anybody that just looks at him just gets the, the evil eye. Just, mm. Yeah, and one of the worst things is is that you're pretty sure that uh, one of the four urns in the room, if not more of them, but you're pretty sure that the uh, the yellow one uh, is uh, a, a Kitsu funeral urn. Uh, definitely someone of the Lion Clan resides probably within that urn, uh, and it it just really gets under your skin and raises your hackles, and you are just getting real frustrated at things. At which point, once I see that, I'm just going to start pacing back and forth in front of it, just making my displeasure known to everyone. All right. Fair enough. Sounds good. All right. And Yui, anything else that you might be doing while Gin is going over the books? Really still the same thing. Just just keeping a very, very close eye on everyone. Taking a look at how all of my, you know, allies and comrades here are reacting to the situation around them. And uh, Yui's not very good at picking up on subtlety but uh for example richie's not trying to be subtle so. oh not at all <laughs> anger rage all right so uh yeah we'll have that kind of be a lot of the scene of uh yeah b show definitely trying to uh uh weasel in with uh no brew and trying to get them to uh kind of uh become at least uh, thought of as uh, 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 how should we say uh, two peas in a pod there uh, again you finally get through uh, most of the books and uh, we'll go ahead and let you come on back into the scene so that all takes place over the course of maybe 45 minutes or so uh, maybe a little longer give or take so anything that you would like to raise with to him now that you've been through his books he kind of looks you over now that you've seen through everything um everything up to order in there 
again, very carefully folds the books closed, sets them down, goes up to Noboru and says, I make compliments to your bookkeeping. Uh, you have done an excellent job of ma making sure that all of the uh, proper authorities uh, are signed off, are signing off on these transactions and everything's done completely. Let's that sink in for a moment. Just, just enough to get him that little tiny sigh of relief. And then says, unfortunately, as I can see it, you are wanted in several clan territories for connections with uh, the Yakuza bosses of a number of uh, crime rings. And therefore, I feel it is my obligation as a samurai of the Crane clan to take you in for questioning. Oh, are you a magistrate yourself? I have sufficient authority to act in this fashion. And and whose authority would that be? I don't believe that we are in the Queenlands. I have been sent as a requested to investigate this from the uh, temple of from from one of the shrines. Oh, is that but right? If you wish which, to which one? That is really not your position to be inquiring. You can take it up with the magistrates of what's the nearest clan lands that we have. Uh, the nearest clan would be either the uh, Suzume of the Sparrow or the Crab Clan. Um, uh, Yui-san, do you think that uh, the Crab Clan would be willing to act as adjudicator in this territory? Oh, oh, definitely. Or something like this? There's quite a number of uh, issues out for questioning, and and we can see this done quickly. Do you wish to be tied up now, or shall we arrange uh, a further discussion before that occurs? Oh no, I don't. I think this discussion's over as it is. I, I I don't believe that you have the authority to bring me in. You didn't bring a, uh, a magistrate with you. You are just uh, uh, spinning hot air at this point. And he kind of motions for uh, his uh, right-hand man to step forward, and he draws the boken out from uh, his, uh, his obi and kind of sets it on the uh, ground uh, beside him. And he just kind of stands there. Uh, kind of in a just a bit of a, a challenging uh, position of if you guys uh, definitely want to uh, come in here and uh, and arrest uh, his uh, his boss, you're gonna have to go through him. All right. Uh, shall I roll a culture check of some type to make sure that I followed sufficient numbers of uh, protocols before the uh, kung fu fighting begins? Yeah, no, I think uh, government uh, would be more uh, apt here. But uh, yeah, why don't you go ahead and make me an Earth government of uh, TN1? All right. All right, again, so how did your roll go? Well, I got a success, two opportunities, and two strife of that. I used one opportunity to negate one of those strife. And uh, I'll use the other opportunity to try and... Remember where in Crablands this guy would be most most wanted, um, and like an exact charge if I can. Sure. To it. Um, 
So uh, most likely someone of uh, his stature uh, would probably be most wanted in um, a place uh, like uh, the Black Crane Estates. Um, so uh, Yasuki Ishiki uh, would probably be where they are uh, most most uh, sought after. And it would probably be uh, for um uh uh theft of goods or smuggling something along those lines i think yeah that may, maybe both theft and smuggling okay all right well i have the success uh so i and so you've done you've done most things you're pretty sure that you can uh make a case uh to bring in a a criminal yes you don't have uh a warrant and uh you you didn't bring a magistrate with you but uh, he is also not a samurai, so you right. don't necessarily need to uh, alert uh, uh, the locals, and especially since uh, most of the local law enforcement in the area is itinerant at best. You know, you you could make a case that you could bring him in on your own uh, recognizance. Okay. Well, I will say, fortunately, uh, I think we are prepared to deal with any arguments that you might wish to make and turn you over to the care of uh the black crane estate for your smuggling and uh theft oh uh, they've been after me for uh trumped up charges they're just it's, it's jealousy that's that's mostly what it is that's all is that an accusation against the crab clan it's an observation i mean look at this place it's full of wonderful treasures it sounded like an accusation against the crab clan you son uh, you know, it kind of, it kind of did, especially since if they've been after you for years, it seems like perhaps we can just succeed where maybe you convince them not to. I think, uh, obviously convince them in person. <laughs> oh, I don't believe I'll be going anywhere. Kentucky, get rid of these guys. You will do no it. such thing. Stand aside. And- uh, Ginteki, uh, uh stands there and refuses to uh, uh, move uh, move aside and uh, just uh, uh, takes their boken and moves it into a, uh, a fighting position like they are ready to uh, force you out if need be. And he gives a, a cry, a kind of a, uh, a sharp whistle. And you hear um, a lot of folks uh, in the uh, sake brewery just start to uh, scramble, whether it is um everyday workers uh people who are actually doing uh hard work uh scrambling to get out of sight and uh, uh out of the area but you hear a couple other folks uh start uh, to kind of make a movement and uh running towards uh the uh the museum here all right i would like to use coiling serpent style and uh grab that boken all right well let's go ahead and uh roll initiative then at this point uh, since sure sounds uh, like initiative time, I think it sounds like it's initiative time. So let's go ahead and roll that. Uh, you guys uh, were very much uh, kind of ready to pick a fight on both ends. So I think it's uh, and everyone's kind of feeling this was inevitable. So we're going to go with uh, everyone can use their focus uh, stat to do the initiative here, and it is a TN one uh, tactics check for skirmish. All right, so let's go ahead and go over our initiatives. Uh, Doji Gen. My initiative is seven. 
I'm in air stance. I got two successes, two strives, two opportunities. I had a five so focus for a total of seven. I'd like to spend my uh, two opportunities to get a plus one opportunity on my next check. Sounds good. All right. And moving on to Yui. Okay. I rolled in earth and I have a four in earth and a one in tactics. I ended up getting not an amazing roll though. So I had one success, one, oh, two successes actually, one opportunity and a strife. So my initiative is seven and I'm using the opportunity to uh, choose another character's disadvantage I know, and they won't apply that disadvantage to their checks this scene. I am choosing Ricci to basically reassure him uh, we are not failing this. Yeah, we we got this. Yeah, we got Thank this. you. <laughs> All right, Ricci. Well, speaking of failing, uh, I had three water and one tactics, which gave me a total of one success and two opportunities and one strife. I'll use one of those opportunities to reduce myself down by two strife, leaving me at three. And I'll use another opportunity to assess all of the terrain in the scene. Is it all the terrain or a piece of terrain? Um, uh, as far as I'm aware, it's oh, all, all terrain, terrain qualities. Okay, fair enough. So inside uh, the museum here, it will be entangling terrain. Um, it's uh, fairly open out in the courtyard. Uh, inside the sake works onto uh, the right left side is also entangling terrain. Uh, I don't believe there's any type of imbalance or uh, anything along that lines. No, uh, no hallowed conditions either. Um, and um, yeah, not really obscuring uh, terrain in this uh, situation either. Nothing dangerous at the moment. So yeah, we're going to go with uh, entangling while indoors. Perfect. All right. And Bisho. Okay. I rolled a white, three black. I ended up getting three successes, two strife. I have a focus of six. That means I have an initiative of nine and I am in air stance. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, Genteki uh, uh, assesses in air and gets one opportunity, which they will use on uh, uh, Richie to learn one of your disadvantages. And it's any of my choice, correct? It is your choice. Interesting. Uh, well, let's go with, uh, <laughs> let's go with the one that uh, is maybe negated here is that I am afraid of failure. Uh, let's take a look. Um, on earth, choose character's advantage. No, they do not apply that disadvantages to their checks that scene. All right, fair enough. So, uh, he knows that you are uh, in fear of failure and it is turned off at the moment. Um, and then, uh, the, uh, thug, so he's going to go at, uh, six and the Yakuza thugs assess in water and uh, they have an initiative of seven. So, Bisho, uh, you get to start us off here. Okay. I have thought long and hard about this. And I think the first action that Bisho will probably make is how, how close are these exits? Uh, it looks like there's an exit to the east, west, and the south of us, correct? That looks correct to me. Right, and how close is Bisho to each of them? Um, you're at uh, pretty much range two to each of them, I think. Excellent. Okay. So it sounds like there's people coming toward us. Uh, doth mine ears know which direction they're coming from? From all of them, but mostly from behind you uh, to the south. 
So from the entrance we came in. Cool. Yes. Um, I would like to make a nice little bubble of uh, obscuring terrain uh, right outside the entrance with using Blessed Wind. It is going to be a TN2 theology air check uh, targeting one position at range zero to three for me. Okay. All right. So uh, what? how did your roll turn out? I rolled two white, three black, and I came up with uh, two successes, a strife, and an opportunity. Um, opportunity is going to be really simple this time. Nothing too hair-raising. I'm going to remove a strife. And uh, I have succeeded at um, doing that thing that I needed to do. Okay. Uh, you, or yeah. actually... Do I want to? No, actually, I don't want to remove that strife. I want to actually uh, make the uh, effect persist until the end of the scene. So that. And uh, if you succeed, you summon a swirling wind at the target position. And any character. at uh, Yeah, I'm not going to read that all off. But uh, I was thinking about putting it like right over the stairs so both the entrance and the um well if that's within range to each other so the entrance the stairs you know how to get up into this room is all obscuring got it and it's out does it mix a <clears throat> swirling vortex of uh, uh, uh range two uh yes okay so let me go ahead and make that suitably large and there you go you have summoned blessed wind uh out there uh, in the uh, the courtyard to obscure the uh, entrance to the Saki works here. All right. That takes us to the Yakuza thugs who are going to uh, start moving over. So free move. So uh, the two folks that uh, come uh, into the room from the east and the west, uh, they're armed with a variety of uh, clubs, cudgels, uh, striking hammers for <clears throat> pounding the rice mixtures, uh, things like that. So they're mostly armed with clubs, effectively. And then we're going to have the other ones make a run to kinda catch up with the rest of them. So, all right. So they take the maneuver action and just gain one extra bit of movement uh, with an opportunity which they will use to bleed off some of the strife they earned on their initiative check. And they all move to within range one of uh, most of you. There we are. Okay, so that uh, gives us the thugs. Uh, again, your action. Okay. Um, this guy is right in front of me from the looks of it and ready to do me harm. Mm-hmm. I uh, he's mostly kind of concerned with uh, with uh, Ricci at the moment, who's kind of has his hand on the on his uh, on his hip. But uh, he's he's pretty, uh, pretty uh, kind of uh, miffed at uh, all of you. But uh, I think you and Ricci are probably the two that he is most concerned about, since you're the one asking to bring in his boss. All right. Um, I am going to do uh, Iejitsu draw sword and sheath with my action in water stance. And see how okay. I do with that. Got it. What's the TN of that? Uh, the TN for that, hold on a second, is two. 
Okay, it'll be three because they are in air stance. Okay. And just try. All right, again, so a little correction there because uh, Sword and Sheath is a movement action as well. The TN is raised to five. So how did your roll go? Um, All right. Um, I rolled a two uh, successes with Strife and one opportunity with Strife. I had an opportunity from the previous, from initiative that I also get to add. Uh, that is nowhere near enough to hit this target number. Um, so I am just keeping one uh, opportunity with Strife. I will spend that opportunity with Strife to remove two Strife for myself since this is in water stance. And okay. I will use the other opportunity to assist Ricci with a similar move. So I yeah. can provide skilled assistance on his next roll. Okay. And with my second action, since I'm in water stance, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> I would like to direct uh, Sueno to join in the uh, fight and as best she is able. She see fit. Okay. Got it. Sounds good. All right, so that is Gen. That brings us to Genteki. <clears throat> Excuse me, Genteki. Uh, Genteki is going to uh, switch into fire stance and is going to. I mean, yeah, Ricci's uh, definitely uh, kind of threatening, um, but you have your swords out and everything, so I think that they are going to go after after Gen. Uh, so they're going to go into fire stance and just make an attack with their boken. All right. So, all right. So, yes, Genteki takes a swing at uh, uh, Gen, who is in water stance. So the TN is two, correct? That's correct. All right. So they hit and they uh, are in fire stance. So that is one bonus success plus the two strife they got off the check uh, means three bonus successes. So you are going to take uh, six damage. Um, I'm assuming you are probably in uh, either your your uh, uh, fine robe or codes. traveling clothes. There you go. So that'll be two uh, damage you take off of that. And then they will also, with their four uh, opportunities, um, they will uh, crit and give you uh, two strife. And I need one more. What else do I want to do with fire? Um, uh, they will uh, also uh, raise the uh, difficulty to resist that crit. So it's now going to be a TN2 fitness test to resist this crit. All right. Um, can you tell me the rules about shattering parry? Shattering parry. Here we go. Um, and it's once per game session after character rolls to resist a critical strike, they may parry the blow directly, putting the blunt, uh, the brunt of their impact into one of their readied weapons. They may re-roll all of their dice uh, for the check, uh, and the weapon they used uh, for the shattering parry gains the damage quality. Yeah, so it's once per session, no void points. Okay. All right, let's do that. Let's do all right. Well, the first fitness roll, anyway. Mm-hmm. All right, again, what was your fitness test results? My fitness test results was um, an explosive success with Strife, 
a success, an opportunity, and another opportunity with strife. Uh, I'm going to, so I pass. Um, I'm going to spend one of those opportunities to reduce my fatigue that I just took. All right, so you go from four to three. Okay. And I'm going to spend the other opportunity to reduce my strife by two. So So you go from eight to six. Effectively, net zero on the roll, meaning you stay at six. All right. Right. Sounds good. All right. So that was uh, Genteki, and uh, they are not going to take a move. They're good where they're at. Uh, Yui, you're up. All right. So Yui is going to get into range zero with the guy with the boken, if she's not already there. You were at range one, so it's just an easy, quick step into range zero. Yeah, get one of those nice, good martial arts step-ins. You know, and kind of hunker down, get into the stance, and activate Earth and Fist, and gonna fish for opportunities to get that coiling serpent strike with it too. Sounds good. All right, Yui, how did your fishing expedition go? So, um, luckily, uh, thanks to Scrappy being able to apply here, I was able to roll and get. Uh, the three opportunities and two successes. Okay. Um, for Earth Fist, I only needed one success, however, and I did not get to the burst effect with two or more. But so it is Earth Fist is a TN one martial arts unarmed Earth check to empower the unarmed blows. I may choose a character at range zero to one as a target for the burst effect, which isn't happening here. So I'm targeting that sword still. Yep, yep, because you um, because the person was a target, you were still able to uh, use Coiling Serpent here. Indeed. Uh, so while it is active, I'll be treating the base damage of my unarmed punch and kick profiles as being increased by my Earth Ring, which is four. Oof. And also my physical resistance is increased by one. Sounds so. good. All right, so his uh, Boken is uh, restrained, so he cannot use it. And uh, that'll persist till the end of uh, your next turn. And they are also immobilized, correct? Yes, because I was able to spend three opportunities to get both effects of the Coiling Serpent style. Nice. Very cool. All right. So uh, that's Yui's uh, move in and uh, uh, Earth and Fist. Uh, Richie, you're up. Okay. Well, that kind of caught me by surprise there. Um so I will actually see if I can move past him. Uh, I would like to close up uh, with Noboru uh, if I can. Uh, there's, it's a little tight in here, but I don't know if I can move on up. But if I, uh, I would like to do so. And I'm not going to cut him down. Not yet, although the, the urge is slowly rising. Uh, but I would like to just go ahead and in a very stern voice say tell your men to stand down or you will be put down all right so uh that is kind of the more than five uh five words so uh i will let you uh make either uh that sounds like it's a command action to me yes indeedy all right so um why don't you go ahead and uh make me a um Whatever stance you were in, you assessed in water, I believe, and you didn't say a change. So, uh, or you could declare stance at the start of your turn. So, which stance are you going into as you make this move and uh, declaration? Uh, this sounds a lot more fire uh, than water. Okay. 
So I'll, sure thing. I'll, I'll switch on over to fire and make this command check there. Got it. And I will give you a void point to do it blind. I will take that void point. Thank you. You got it. All right. All right, Richie. So how did your command check go? The command check was not as well. Uh, overall, I rolled three opportunities, two successes and a strife, but I'm only going to take two of those opportunities. Uh, one of those, I just want to put a little bit more strife on a Noboru. Uh, so I'm putting the two strife on there. And because I am in my Ashigaru armor, that is war gear. I'll add an additional strife to him. You got it. And uh, the other op is that was flashy. Everyone has heard that and has heard that declaration. So e- even though it may not actually convince them, they all know there is an Okoto in the house. Noboru just kind of responds with, he's not the first to threaten me. Like, takes it all in stride. Okay. So uh, that brings us uh, to the bottom initiative. So back around to the top, B-Show. Uh, yeah. B-Show's feeling a little little stressed right now um and his natural response is um to kind of go away from the things that are stressing him out like you know fighting um would bisha be able to get into the i guess it's eastern corridors where one of the thugs came out of oh yeah you can kind of get into the doorway there or just pass the doorway with your move um any further or is that a fitness check it would be a fitness check to get any more and it would be a tn4 fitness test to move oh sorry yeah uh, or um or um if you even if you fail the uh, the the roll you'll still move one additional range band um so yeah you can do it that way or you could go into water stance and take it the maneuver action and just auto fail the check or use it as a non-checked action to move one additional range band if you wanted to move a little further yeah, I think I will do that. Okay. Uh, he just you pop into a side room there. So do you want to take uh, it as a checked or unchecked action for the extra movement? I'll take it as a unchecked. All right. So you still have a checked action to take uh, once you move into one of the side rooms. Sorry. Did you want the north or the south side room? Um, It doesn't matter. Sure thing. And um, next question, since I did switch, suddenly switch to water stance. Mm hmm. I mean, I can take a calming breath. Uh, you can take a calming breath while you were in here. So that is a support action, and uh, you just took a movement first. I will take that support action and you got it. take calming breath. So it reduces your strife and fatigue by one each if you are more than half. Yep. Oh, one each. That's yep. right. Fair Ooh. enough. Okay. So that is B Show's actions. Uh, gets up to the Yakuza thugs who continue to move forward. And uh, yeah, they just uh, let me make their fitness test to try and move a little further. Yep, they're able to uh, get that for additional two strife. And oops, they will move on in. All right, so now you got a crowd of boys uh, coming in. Uh, most of them are still in the obscuring terrain. Uh, so that is tough for them. Um, but what I'm going to have is two groups, uh, effectively move up to a range of Richie. And the first group is going to give three assists to one of their number. And they're going to go ahead and try to, uh, yeah, cudgel you with their clubs. Oh, no, wait, that they was will. their action. Sorry. They spent their action, uh, 
Actually, no, I'm, I'm sorry. Two of them do still get to act because they these people can, in water stance, move. They can still assist after moving. Oh, assist is not a movement action. So, um, sorry, give me just one moment to uh, have the couple of them try to uh, club uh, Richie here. Sorry about that. So, in this case, it is going to be four white and two black dice. And they're going to get to keep three additional. Okay, so uh, they hit with uh, four successes for two bonus successes uh, with their cudgels uh, and clubs. That is uh, going to be um, seven fatigue uh, minus your resistance of your armor. I have three physical resistance on my Ashigaru armor. Got it. All right, so uh, you take uh, four fatigue and a crit of uh, two. All right, let's resist that. Well, I guess I don't have to resist it. Um, well, you know, you know, let's let's make the roll anyway. Yeah. So this will be a fire fitness test. TN one. All right, Richie. So how'd that fitness test go? So I rolled one success and two opportunities. I'm only going to get to keep two of these dice. I'm going to keep the two opportunities since the successes will bring me down to a one deadliness. Uh, that's still the same for uh, a damaging armor uh, strike so i'm just gonna get the two opportunities and so the one that hit me i'm gonna give him two more strife uh in addition to the one more for my war gear uh before it breaks okay Uh, and and i'll also make it to where if he wants to target me again his tn will be one higher got it all right Uh, so as he like strikes down uh the armor itself takes a beating and it starts uh cracking in different locations so mm-hmm. it is a damaged uh, uh, Ashigar armor now. Okay. But Reach just turns and glowers at him and he like physically recoils back. Nice. I like that. And then you are struck by the other uh, Ashigara. Not Ashigara. I was just thinking of your armor there. All right. So the next one uh, hits you for three. So that will be. Uh, Six uh, fatigue coming your way with another crit. Uh, so I actually don't get any kind of resistance on this now that my armor is broken. So no, your armor, your armor was uh, just. Um, oh, it's uh, it's damaged. Damage. Uh, so it's minus still, two. Oh, it's only minus two. I thought it was minus three. No, minus two. Uh, so then I will take one less, and that'll put me at nine fatigue. Okay. Uh, and then the next crit. Yep. Yep. So this is a crit at. Uh, T and one again. And this will break the armor no matter what I do. I'll just keep the one opportunity on that one and give him three strife uh, as the armor starts falling apart. Fair enough. No, that is uh, going to definitely add up. All right. So uh, that is our thugs going now to Gen. Okay. Um, I would like to, as a... Um, As as a support action, I'd like to do a flaring deception on this guy with the bowcon, the big, uh, the biggest guy. All right, Kentucky, uh, you got it. All right, it is a rank one air shuji, so I will be going into air stance. Uh, okay, taking a step back to do this, um, and you know, 
point. Look over there. Uh, what it does is once per seam, seen as a scheme and support action, you may make a courtesy air or tactics air check targeting two other characters who are not hostile to each other. The Tian is equal to the highest vigilance uh, among them. And uh, if I succeed, um, I will increase the target of one of them's Sorry, I know I need to go back and do something else. Um, I apologize. I've got to go back and do something else. That's that's um, quite all right. Okay, I'm doing illuminate the way instead. Um, okay, doing uh, taking a uh, support action with scholar skill to basically drop his vigilance by two. All okay. right, and you're going to be targeting Ginteki for this. All right, I'm going to be targeting. The uh, the one with the boken. The one who with the boken. The one who looks most uh, competent. You got it. All right, let's try this. All right. So uh, again, how did your uh, illuminate the way go? I got two successes um, on culture. So I basically, you know, point over there and say, uh, "Look at how low that you have come." In, in the world and celestial order of Rokugan that you are doing this. And he kind of uh, <laughs> uh, flinches a bit. Uh, yeah, kind of realizing that, uh, you know, uh, yeah, he he is a Ronin. And while he's uh, paid well to uh, defend uh, this merchant, he is defending a merchant and not an actual lord or samurai. Okay, so that drops his uh, vigilance by two. Okay, and that raises your focus by two as well? Um, raises his focus. Or does it raise their focus? Raises his focus by two. Okay. Uh, good to know. All right. So, uh, moving on from Gen, it goes to Genteki, who we are at. Uh, so, they are immobilized, so they can't move or uh, uh, change uh, stance at this point. Um but he will go ahead and, as an action, uh, use get them. And uh, at that, he kind of orders the two thugs that are standing in the uh, clouds right behind uh, again to uh, kind of uh, grab her and uh, take her out. So they're going to get skilled assistance on these rolls, but not uh, from all their buds, just from the action of Ginteki giving the order. All right, so uh, they hit for... Uh, three successes, so that will be uh, six uh, fatigue coming your way. And since your armor is damaged, you cannot uh, reduce that any. So you're just going to take six fatigue off that hit. And the other one will go ahead and strike. Okay. All right. And then you will get struck again for another five uh, damage and a crit. This time just at TN of two. Or sorry, TN one, not TN two. That's what I meant to say. Okay. So roll a fitness check on that. Yes, indeed. Actually, I'm sorry. I missed uh, that one. Uh, you were in obscure. They are in obscuring terrain. Uh, so uh, that one missed. I am sorry about that. So don't take that extra bit of damage and don't worry about the fitness test. All right. Okay. That brings us uh, to uh, again. Your uh, that was you. Uh, that was Kentucky's action. Um, that's all they can do, but they did not take a movement action, so they are no longer immobilized. Uh, all right. Uh, Yui, you're up. 
Okie dokie. So I think since Yui has gotten a good grasp of this Boken still and he hasn't, it's succeeded in making him not move for a bit, but enough stuff's going on around me. It is, oh, it's going to turn into a nice brawl, isn't it? So she's going to use the grip she has on the Boken to pull, um, uses Ginteki, yes. Be, yes, that would be Ginteki. Yeah, pull Ginteki forward so that she can unleash a punch to his face. Nice. I like it. So I will be rolling a strike action and still in Earth. We shall see what the opportunity is come up with. Okay. So with my four Earth and three martial arts unarmed, I got... Three successes, which means one bonus, two opportunities, and two strife. Okay. So thanks to, again, lowering this guy's vigilance, that means I will be able to use Spitting Blade style on him with one of those opportunities, which will uh, inflict some more damage from my second readied weapon, which in this case, going to be a leg. Okay. Going to be some kicking. Um, on him, uh, you were at range zero. Oh, you're right. Actually, it is a it's not one of the range zero to ones. It's only range that. So it's going to be the other fist then. OK, luckily, I got two of those. Yeah, no yep. problem. <laughs> so that and I will use the single opportunity effect of coiling serpent style so that he cannot use his weapon again for attack actions. So it's basically going to look like while grabbing that wooden sword to pull him in, get another blow in. And then before he can even think, get a second punch in and then re-grab the sword as he like in perhaps instinctively tries to protect his own face or something. I could see that. Just be like, I'll just take that again. Thanks. The other thing I was thinking of is, yeah, you punch him, you, you pull him forward with the with the hand that's uh, holding onto his boken, punch him in the face with the free hand and then just twist his arm and wrist with the with the the uh, the one you have uh, on his boken. Either way. It all works oh, out the same. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. There you go. So you start to twist his arm around because he's not letting go of this thing. Uh, and so, yeah, you kind of twist on him. So uh, spinning blades uh, just adds damage equal to your base damage. Yes. And my base damage is increased because of earthen. Got it. And fist. So, so what was your first damage? That would be five. All right. So now that's reduced by two for his traveling close. So that is three. All right. And then for, the, one for the bonus success. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's what I was asking. So altogether, uh, so that okay. would be uh, um, six. That's four uh, that he takes off of the first one. And then uh, your base damage again is five. And yep. so he'll take three off of that, uh, going to seven fatigue total for that uh, exchange of blows. Very nice. I almost feel sorry for him. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Looking good. All right. Moving on uh, from Yui, uh, we get to Richie. So Ricci now has been hit pretty hard a couple of times and everyone's actually been hit really roughly uh, here. Uh, just a bunch of rage just starts building up in Ricci and he unleashes a roar that sounds similar to a lion's roar. So I am switching over to void stance and activating Lord Okoto's roar. Very nice. Uh, so just as a note, this would be a T TN1 command void check targeting each hostile character within a number of range bands equal to my school rank. Uh, I am rank three, so I should catch That'd a majority. Be, that of should be here. hitting everyone. 
All right. Uh, so let's uh, let's have some fun with this. All right, Richie, how'd that roll go? That roll went uh, better than most others I've done this uh, tonight. So I have four successes, two opportunities, and two strife. Uh, I only needed the TN one on that one, so only the one success. And no bonus successes will matter on this one. Just wow, a lot of a explosions. Shame. A lot of explosions, uh, always neat. Uh, the strife won't matter because I am in void stance, so I will not take any strife on that one. Very nice. But the two opportunities I will use on the uh, Lord of Coders War opportunity specific thing. Uh, after I perform this action, one other friendly character uh, per two opportunities spent this way within range zero to three may immediately perform a strike action targeting a dazed character. Well, uh, since uh, all your enemies are dazed right now, uh, yeah, who do you want to pass it to? Uh, you know what? Let's have Yui take that extra... Uh, uh, just take that opportunity to strike again, shall we? Yeah. So uh, all your opponents are dazed. They can make a strike action against anyone who's dazed. Well, that's all the bad guys. So yeah, uh, you if you wanna if you wanna go for it, you can uh, smash this guy in the face again. And they're dazed too. They are dazed. Now I've got to try to get that spinning blade style again. So yeah, let's give him a let's give him a good earth strike. Just really really make sure that he understands that he was always out of his league here. Okay. So I got two successes, one strife and two opportunities. So with the one good hit, mm -hmm, it is because with the one opportunity, I can get that spinning blades in there again, which whoo, gets an extra damage off of the dazed target there. Oh, very nice. Mm hmm. And with the other one, I would like to reassure again, just help her reduce some strife because just be like, nah, we got this. We got this. Aww. All right. So the initial damage is what? The initial damage is going to be five. Right. Reduced by two is three. Okay. And then the secondary damage the of spinning blades. Damage, yeah. is going to be five plus the ranks of the skill I used for the check which is three. So that will be eight minus his two. So that's six. All right. Brings him to 16 fatigue, which uh, I believe uh, should uh, incapacitate a Ginteki here. Let's see. Uh, yes. Ginteki is, it's not compromised, incapacitated. There we go. All right. That'll make it even easier to reassure again with just a like a nice another one, two. Don't yeah. even go to grab the sword again this time. Yeah. So guys, he, you just you just toss him to the floor when you're done with him. And he's kind of just on the floor, panting, breathing heavy, uh, trying to uh, get his uh, composure together. But he is just a, a, a mess of sweat, bruises and uh, uh, and furious breathing now. All right, so can, can Yui kind of just like shout out? I'm like, oh, as like part of the reassurance to like get it, just like <laughs> the rest of the room, just like that's right. That's, that's less right. than five words. You're good. <laughs> yeah. All right. And that was Richie's turn. That's Richie's turn. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's very nice to pass those extra hits around. I love it. Be I'm Robert, or Bayushi Shinichi, your host and narrator. Thank you once again for listening. Remember to catch new episodes every Monday, and if you want to catch them early or are looking for more bonus content, please consider becoming a supporting member of the Patreon at patreon.com slash courtgames. To reach out to us, email the show at fortuneandstrive at gmail.com. I'm Tiff, and I played Kuni Yui. You can also find us on the web at courtgamespod.com, Facebook and Instagram under Fortune and Strife, and Twitter at 
L5RFNS. I am Tyler, and I've been playing Akoda Ricci. You can find me on Twitter or on Twitch as Churcher Games. I'm Paul, and I was playing Shishura Bishou. If you want to follow my other projects, I am the GM of two LGBT plus podcasts, Tales of Swordfall at Swordfall D&D, for D&D 5e, and Gates of Orchid and Iris at G-O-I-L-5-R for L5-R 5e. This was Jeannie, a.k.a. Kakita Kaori, and also known as, at least today, Doji Gen. If you like, you can also find me on the Court Games RPG podcast at the Winter Garden of the Kikita website, or check out The Table is Yours for fiction readings of the FFG stories. This has been Fortune and Strife, a Court Games production in association with the Rokugani Historical Society. Radio, your gamers roll.